You know, as a coach, I never start my questions with why, but this time I'm definitely going against my own advice. Why do we ask for help or complain that we never have enough help only to turn around and mismanage, misuse, or misappropriate the help that we received? That may have been a word for somebody. And notice I said we because I too have been guilty of it. I ask for help, get the help, and then don't let the help help. So yeah, why, why do we do that? Stick around. I may have some thoughts and tips to share on today's topic, maximizing your help. Welcome to In the Lead with Kim Harris, where we explore and expose topics that might impact or impede your ability to be a better leader. If you're new to this leadership community, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back and thank you for sticking around with me. I certainly hope that something lands on your heart to impact your leadership today. Now, as we continue our focus on impact this season, I can't tell you how many paths I've crossed of people who are reluctant to be fully open to receiving help when it comes their way. Why is that? While I can't necessarily answer that question, I will, during our time together today, share some pitfalls that you could possibly avoid simply by being open to accept the help that is placed in your path. One thing is for sure, to be in a position to receive help, your vision must be clear. To be sure that it is, I invite you to take a moment to chart your path so that you have a clear lens when it comes time to insert the help that you are going to need. Now remember, if you're just starting your leadership journey, two things you need to consider. You'll need to invest time in laying your foundation. And secondly, you need to be open to receive the help. So here's where I advise you to check yourself. How trusting are you? You really, really have to ask yourself that question. How trusting are you? Now, listen, you can't go around thinking that you can do it all. No matter what you've considered in the past, newsflash, you can't. Believe me, it took some years for me to realize this. Only after hearing the recording of my mother's voice playing over and over and over in my head. Kim, you don't live in this world by yourself. You need people. So please take a minute. Can somebody please call my mother and tell her that I have finally learned to accept help? And I'm here today to not only share a few tips with you, our leadership community, on why it's important to not only ask for help when you clearly need it, but also I'm here to let you know that you need to let the help help. In just a moment, we're going to talk a little bit about help that is actually not helping because there is such a thing. But for now... You have to stop thinking that you can do what you're doing all alone because you're going to need somebody to water the gift that God has placed in you. And so here's one tip that I want to share with you on your way to maximizing the help that you need. Stop sending people to chase purple oranges. What do I mean by that? Well, I'm glad you asked. Purple oranges is like when you 
allow people to respond to the help by asking them to tackle tasks that you really don't need done or things that don't really have value. You know, busy work. A purple orange. It doesn't even exist. Like, what? what is it that you're asking them to do? There is no clarity. Basically, you're simply asking them to do something just to have them do something. And because they offered the help, you sort of feel compelled to receive the help that they offer. This is why it's super important to chart your path so that you are fully aware of the things that you're going to need to accomplish. Another tip that I want to leave with you to maximize help. Focus on the gifts that they bring to the table. Believe it or not, it is your responsibility as a leader to build the people in your presence. You can definitely accomplish that by establishing some concrete ways that they can add value to your bottom line. For me, I've had to push past my pride. There's those tasks that are connected to your outcome that you just kind of want to do yourself or you you just want to really take the credit of it, even though you know you're not good at it. I know I'm not talking to myself. So you're not really good at these things, but you do them anyway because you want to be able to say that you did it. This is one of those times where you got to get over yourself, just like I had to do. This is not to say that you don't have a gift. You just don't have that gift. So turn it over to the people who can do it best. That means that you're prepared for when the help approaches, you can take the time to teach them and then in fact show them the way that will best benefit you. So here we come to that part about when help is actually not helping. One of my infamous lines is, help isn't helping if it's not helping, <laughs> all right? So if you run into a pickle such as this, your best approach is going to be to reassess what you have commissioned the help to do. Remember, you're the leader, the one with the vision and the plan. So that means that it's up to you to guide the next steps. So do it wisely. You don't necessarily want to turn away people who are placed in your path to support you. So you do need to learn to recognize the help when it showcases itself and be in a position to ditch back, dispatch that help accordingly. Be sure to clarify what you need and the steps that they can use to execute it so that everyone contributes to the overall big win. Because guess what? We don't win until we all win. I am so excited that you decided to stick around for our two segments, Boss People Making Boss Moves and What's Lit in Literature. And let me tell you something, I am still feasting off of Women's History Month. And for that reason, our two nominees for these segments are women. How about that? So Boss People Making Boss Moves is where we ask our listeners to highlight influential people within their circle who are making an impact on their community. And this episode's nominee is Sheena Britton of Sanford, Florida. 
Florida. Sheena is a city commissioner working on behalf of District 1 right in the heart of the Sanford community. She prides herself as the bokeh girl who loves creative planning, gardening, and all things Sanford. You can reach Sheena on Instagram at girl for gardening tips and Sanford FL Lady for everything relative to the Sanford community. Way to go, Sheena Rita. Thanks, girl, for being a boss and making boss moves for the people in the Sanford community. Now, what's lit in literature, this nominee is the author of a featured book, and she actually was a previous candidate of our boss people making boss moves. And this just confirms why. Tracy Brown describes how she had to step out of her comfort zone and take a leap of faith in her recently released journal, Fear Lost, Faith Won. I am personally in the midst of working through this journal and let me tell you, it forces you to process those hidden fears that you didn't even know were holding you back. So I'm super proud of Tracy Brown on this accomplishment. You can order your copy of Fear Lost Faith One at simplytracychristine.com. You can also reach her at simply 4.2 and co. I'll list all of these pieces in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to us today. Thank you so much for being around and just making sure that you are tapping into the tips and the nuggets that we strive so hard to bring you each episode. And until we talk, until we connect again, make it a great day. Hey, leaders. What stuck with you from today's topic that you'd like to share with someone you're building? Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to In The Lead Podcast with Kim Harris. Thanks for listening.